Hi everyone, I'm Mackenzie and I'm the gal. Hi everyone, I'm Eldon and I'm the gay. And this is our podcast, The Gal and Her Gay. That's me, the gay one. <laughs> We're going to be talking about all sorts of different things here, so stick around and enjoy the journey with us. We're figuring things out along the way, so you're welcome to advance for some crazy stories. Grab a drink and enjoy! Thanks, y'all! Hello, world! Hello, darkness, my old friend! <laughs> that is a very good song for this episode. It is! It is. Good planning! Oh, you're quick on your feet. She is, she is. Well, at least we friggin' thought this episode through our last episode. Yeah, if you made it through, congratulations, and we barely did. It was a shite show, so thank you for sticking with us, and hopefully we didn't lose a bunch of you along the way, because I didn't even listen to it after I just was too terrified. I did listen to it, and at one part I actually laughed so hard, like, when my mom got a little bit more confident and started talking more and was, like, bantering with us. That's when it like the episode got good. What a slut! But the first, <laughs> you slut! <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, hilarious that Mary made an appearance. Number one fan. It was so good to have her. I was so excited that she wanted to like participate by the end, but we were so tired too. Like we're just sitting here, like we cannot have another uh, episode ten moment. And I was so pumped for episode 10. I was like, yeah, we made it to 10. Holy shit. But anyway. Yeah. Two long days don't equal a good podcast. I mean, it was still good because it was like funny because it was bad. Well, it was also like, you know, it's us. And again, authentic is what we're going for. It's not perfection. Yes. We were tired. We were drunk. We were. Yes. Hot. The end. Yes. Yes to all the things. (laughs) I have nothing more to add other than yes. This episode was definitely planned out with a little bit more gumption. Because in the world of the later 2000s, ghosting, breaking up isn't really a thing anymore. It's It's just being ghosted. Yeah. And And I've done my fair share of ghosting, so I'm no saint here. Like, I'm pretty bad. I have definitely played the ghosting card so this episode is going to be a deep dive into breakups ghosting and terrible dating adventures you've heard about all of our sexcapades the spice the spicy the spicy part but (laughs) the spicy part now there's highs there's lows so and they're like bad lows I mean, I'm not sure if we're going to go into the bad ones. I mean, you can. I don't even know if I have that many bad, bad ones. I just have a lot of, like, annoying ones. So why don't we start with Alden. Tell us an experience, a dating experience, where it was either a really terrible date or a really terrible segment of dates that ended in you just, like, saying, smell you later. Um, so other than episode six and the virginity story, I probably would say that was the worst encounter ever, but... For those who are new and joining us, why don't you just give us the Cliff Notes version? No, they need to listen to episode six. Okay, fine. There you go. That's what I... Okay, side tangent here. Everyone's just like, oh, like, what's your podcast about? I'm like, listen to it. And then you'll find out. out. I'm not going to tell you what every episode we talk about. Like, just listen to it. If you don't, then I'm not going to tell you about it. Well, and we include in the description what it is about. Yeah. 
So if you're interested in like, you know, hearing about a certain topic or if you're like, eh, you know, aka my parents, please don't listen to the Let's Talk About Sex one. That would be grand. <laughs> Baby, but, no, yeah. mom, like click off. Listen to the one where we talk about uh, not sex. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Ours is pretty relationship based, but we like, haven't. That's like our lives. It's a big part. We love boys, so. Do we? I mean, I wish they loved me a little bit more, though. <laughs> but that's fine. We don't like the ones that are going to be in this episode, so that's okay. No. But I mean, like, this wouldn't, like, my experience where this is the one time and only where I, like, said something to the person in person that, like, I wasn't feeling it. Right. But when I was in Kingston um, last year supporting an H&M for a month, I was just talking to this one guy online, and the first um, day we just went for a walk, and then he's like, oh, like, are you getting hungry? And I was like, sure. So I I was like, oh. He's like, well, my roommates are home, so I don't really want to make dinner at my place. I was like, oh, do you want to go somewhere? But my hotel was kind of not near close restaurants. It had been, like, another 10, 15-minute walk to, like, Moxie's or... Right. Um, oh, Montana's, not Moxie's. I was like, what was that restaurant called? And I was like, I don't really want to go to Montana's for, like, a first date. Sorry even though it's like COVID and we're going for a walk. And then he's like, I was like, do you just want to order food and then come to my place and we'll just like hang out. And like, I'm the kind of person that's like, I do everything before eating. Like as soon as I eat, like that's it for the night for me. Like, yeah, you are very much like, okay, we've eaten. Let's literally put our fat pants on, watch the show and fall asleep while watching the show. But like, how does anyone eat and then like fool around or like make out? Like, I don't want to make out. Like I need to brush my teeth. Like, so that's why I was just if like... you go to an expensive... Like, this is why tapas restaurants were invented. I feel it wholeheartedly. Because you eat small portions, mm-hmm. you get drunk off a shitload of wine, and you can still fuck after. Yeah, I, I'm not that kind of person because I like to eat. I know, I like to eat too, <laughs> but I genuinely feel like tapas restaurants were created for those small portions Or like fondue. No, because it's cheese. Well, I mean, like, you, like you could do an not, oil fondue too. Yeah, or like yeah. a broth. My family does a broth, which is good. You just boil meats and dip it in a sauce. Right, right. So, but yeah, I can see what you mean. Oh my god! <laughs> Temporarily out of commission, I spilt my entire truly on my lap. And you somehow only got two splashes on my couch. So thank you so much for cleaning it up with your crotch. Yeah, you're welcome. Friggin' <laughs> swallowed it up. But don't so, know, sorry if my yell and shriek or whatever that was was a little too loud, but it was a very dramatic event. I just wanted to sit here with my truly because I can't talk about traumatic experiences without alcohol. It's our crutch. It's our crutch. I thought yeah. you said it's our crotch. I was like, well, oh. yeah, it's on my crotch, but like, anyway. You know, sometimes it might, the alcohol might seep in faster down there (laughs) no that's a whole nother podcast topic (laughs) okay all right so anyway i think i was talking about fondue anyway that was enough about that yeah no so this dude was like oh let's just i was like oh do you want to order food to my hotel room because i was in a suite thank you h&m yes we like ordered food i think we ordered like some sort of like stir fry thing to share and then i was like yeah i'm so full like i just ate so much rice and then, like, 
I can't, like, even on, like, a Rice. first date, I still eat a lot of food. Like, there's no, I was hungry, so I ate, okay? There's no stop. It's just, like, one to fucking bloated. Yeah, one to I'm gonna puke if I have one more bite. Thank you. Oh, also, last episode's totally side note, I said, thank you, like, so many times, and that's what really bothered me. Yeah, you say that a lot when you're drunk. I know. I'm like, thank you. Like, why do I say it? It's so gross, but it's funny when I'm drunk to me. Anyway, so the second time we hung it's out... It's with- never funny. <laughs> Even if you're not drunk. Anyway, no side tangents. Continue. No more side tangents. Finish this stupid story of this stupid boy. Anyway, so then we did have a kiss goodbye that encounter, because I was like, just a peck is fine. Like, goodbye. And then the second time, I just, like, was kind of over him, because we were texting, and I was like, if I don't... If we don't, like, vibe over text... I mean, like, what can you really vibe over text? But he just couldn't carry a conversation over text, and I'm like dude like i'm tired from work i closed i don't really want to hang out so then i worked like an eight to five and i was like oh like do you want to hang out tonight because it was like due to his schedule like this day worked out best right um so like i was like instead of having me having a day off or something so then he like came over after and then we were just like chatting talking and then he brought over wine so we were drinking some wine and then you know as you do to loosen things up and then we were like Making In more out. ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> so then we started like kissing a bit and then a little making out. And then I was like, he's a really bad kisser. Oh, God. I was like, really bad. Like, what kind of bad are we talking? Because I've had some really bad kissers before, too. But like, what defines a bad kisser for you? Um. Well, this like I've had many bad kisses, but this one specifically was very like firm. Like, he, his whole body was, like, firm, and he, like, he wasn't, like... He wasn't relaxed. Yeah, like, he was very tense, and then his, like, lips were very, like, peckish. Oh. And then he was, like, very, like, wide mouth kind of guy. I don't know how to describe that. Or, like, no, how... Like, I can't visualize it, like... Like, it felt like I was being jabbed a little or something, like... But with his mouth open. Yeah, like, his lips were very firm. I don't know how to describe it, but it was very uncomfortable. Whoa. Okay. So you know I would have ghosted him then, but all right. Okay. <laughs> he ghosted me after this. Literally vanishing. <laughs> so your kissing is terrible. Okay, gotta go. Yeah. So he actually ghosted me, but that's later in the story. But I literally was like, after maybe five minutes, that's all I could handle. I literally was like, oh, oh man. Gotta go. I'm getting really tired. Of course. And. It's like the married couple move. Yeah, because he like tried to take off his like. He was wearing, like, a, a flannel shirt or something that was already open. And he was, like, starting to, like, kind of, like, shimmy it off. And I was like, mm, no, we're not taking clothes off here. Sorry. I know we're in my nice, sweet hotel room, but we are not christening it tonight. So mm. I literally had this big yawn and stretch. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm just so tired from work. And then he's just like, oh, okay. So he, like, kind of, like, finished his glass of wine. We were chatting. And then he's just like, I think I'm going to go. And I was like, okay, if if you don't want to stay like this, like we can hang out later. And he's like, yep, later. And then he kissed me goodbye one last time. And then I never heard from him ever again. He got the hint. I mean, yeah, you would, you would. But like, I would have died if someone did that to me. I would have like died and I would never date ever again or something. Like, what do you mean? Like mid yawn and so, or like mid makeout. And someone's just like, Oh, I'm so tired. Like that is just, I felt really awful afterwards. I just didn't want it to continue. And I just, the whole five minutes of us making out, I was like, how can I get out of this? I 
how does our podcast always lean towards sex? <laughs> it literally that does. Have that's like fun because to talk about. The ghosting scenario I'm thinking of. Oh, well, you said worst date. True, true. You did. You said worst date. Okay, so let me dive into worst date then. This gentleman was an employee of the mall I worked at. He worked at like the source or something like that. I can't remember exactly. This Which was mall? Ottawa or Oshawa? Lo- London, Ontario. Oh. When I was in college, and I worked at a jewelry kiosk then. Claire's. Um, <laughs> fuck no, it wasn't Claire's. What do you think I am? Twelve? No, I was nineteen. There's Give me like some old credit. That worked there. Anyways. I worked at this jewelry kiosk, so I saw, I saw a lot of regulars walking through the mall, and I'd also see a lot of the mall employees, and, like, on occasion, they'd chat and, like, stop by, and, like, they knew my other coworker really well, and, like, sometimes we'd all go for drinks, and just, like, you know, how mall employees mall do. But when you're in a kiosk in the middle of the mall, you definitely see more people than when you work in a, in a specific store. So we were kind of, like, the walking point between Second Cup and this gentleman's store that he worked at which was like the source or electronic and he's a store. second cup goer yeah so i actually really like second cup it's canadian owned oh, i that? honestly since there's like not very many locations i just yeah it's hard them. to find them but anyway so our conversation started he knew the girl i worked with so he would stop by and like talk to her and then he introduced himself to me and then we started talking and he asked for my number and he asked What's if i could Snapchat? take him out Oh my god, no, that's like a now thing. No one had Snapchat back then. I had Snapchat when I was like 17, so you definitely had Snapchat at 19. Okay, well, I never it came used when I was it. Grade 10, so like when I was 16. Okay, well, anyways, so I didn't use it, but he had asked for my number, so I gave him my number. He was kind of cute. He was and not... he was sporty if he worked at... Where did he work at? Sport check? No, like Source, like oh. Electronics. Oh, <laughs> never mind. That's the farthest thing from sporty. I had sport check in my head. Whatever. Or source for sports. Sorry. I had source for sports. Okay. Not source games. No, source is like, anyway. He was cute. He's not my typical type. He was a little bit darker. Um, Hair, bigger beard. He looked, I think he was Puerto Rican. Something like that. He, he was good looking. He just wasn't my average type of guy that I would usually go for. So he had asked if I wanted to go out for coffee one time. We went for coffee. That was fine. Then I went back home for a little while. So living in London, I m- went back to Peterborough. It's mm-hmm. about a five hour drive for a little while. And he asked if he could meet me at my apartment when I got back. And I thought it was a little strange because we had only gone for coffee once. And you're like, what do you think you're going to do at my apartment, sir? Well, not only that, but like, bro, I don't even know you. How do you even know where I live? Like, you don't, but... Well, maybe he was fishing for your address. Probably. So I was just like, um, well, I'm going to be really tired after driving back. And like, you know, it's been a long trip, things like that. I wasn't really gone for that long. I think it was honestly like a weekend, maybe just a long weekend. But I don't know if I gave him my address or not like i really can't remember this period of time in my life i also kind of blacked out a lot because i drank too much and it was really <laughs> stressful and, and you're just a reckless mckenzie i was a reckless girl so i just kind of blocked a lot of things out but i remember getting out of my car and he was waiting at my front door in my apartment building 
with <laughs> flowers and coffee. Okay. And was like, hey, I'm so glad you're back. Like, I really missed you. And I was like, and I'm proposing. What? Basically. I felt so obligated to let him in because I didn't really know what was going on. And I was like, okay, well, you can carry that shit upstairs. Didn't really <laughs> want it. I've never really been a huge fan of flowers. Like, anyway. So it's like, okay, well, Noted. yeah, I guess you can come up with me. Just um, drop them off. So he came up to my apartment with me and I lived on the third floor. Like, a walk up? No, no, it was an actual building. Like, there was 15 floors in the building, but. Anyway, he came up with me and then he was talking. He's like, so tell me about your trip and all this stuff. Again, we went for coffee once. And this bro was fucking in my house now with flowers and coffee being really sweet. I sound like such a bitch, but like this was really kind of out of turn. Like I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, because there's no context. There's no context. We had a good coffee date. It didn't go anywhere. We didn't even kiss at the end, like nothing. Anyway, he and I started hanging out and just like chatting and things like that. I obviously started drinking because I was like, what the actual fuck is going on? (laughs) And I think I got a little too drunk and we started making out because Mackenzie was a hoe and, you know. Not too long ago. Not too long ago. But we started making out and he was a terrible kisser. Oh, like yeah. so bad salivating like it was like i was gonna say what's so a bad much. kiss to you like just wet it was really wet not like okay little open mouth context is fine little tongue that's okay when you're literally like drooling there's too much there's too much take a like, swallow I feel like sir I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that he got really hot really fast again Maybe he I don't just know. never had sex before and he was like, this is it. There's no way because I asked my coworker after this whole encounter and she's just like, no, like I never hooked up with him, but like, you know, I know someone that did and yada, yada. Anyways, again, going back to he's Puerto Rican. He had dark hair. I don't know for sure if he was Puerto Rican. I'm just making kind of an asshole assumption here, but he was really dark hair. He also got so sweaty that he asked me if he could take his shirt off. And I was just like, uh. No, keep it on so it soaks up the sweat. (laughs) I was kind of like, how do I get him out? But I'm also drunk at this point. Um, sure. Yeah, take it off, I guess. (laughs) He takes it off. Hairiest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. And he wasn't a big guy. He was like a skinny, small, like. Hairy man. Hairy, very hairy man. His gestures were very romantic, but too strong, too fast, too hairy, too much <laughs> too much saliva. Just too much. And I was like, I, I think I honestly just got up and was like, okay, I need to have a shower. <laughs> he's like, okay, I'll wait for you. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. You can, you can let yourself out. <laughs> just pointed towards the door. And uh, he left put his shirt back on thank god very sweaty he also smelled really bad well because of the sweat like Like, dude too much but we worked in the mall together so i proceeded to go to my shift the next day told my coworker about everything we were really close she actually took me to my first like bar yeah super fun anyway um 
<laughs> he came by the kiosk and dropped off coffee for me. And on the side, he literally just dropped it on the counter of the kiosk and kept walking. And on the side, it said, like, Mac, I'm so sorry. And I felt like Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City when Burger wrote on the post-it oh, note, like, Burger. I can't do this. And I, word for word, looked at the cup, turned it around, and I was just like, what the fuck? It says, I'm so sorry what I did. I didn't mean to hurt you. You're such a wonderful person. I just wanted to get to know you more. And then he wrote his number. He's like, you can call me anytime if you need it." You're like, I already have your number. I literally drank the coffee and I chucked it into the garbage across the kiosk. I was like, this is fucked up. Like, bro, we went for coffee once. Yeah. It was very nice, but like way too strong. It was like a terrible experience. It was so bad. And I really kind of, again, my mental state was not well at that time. So obviously <laughs> I shouldn't have gotten drunk and hooked up, like not hooked up with them, like, but like made out with them. Starting something with a stranger who showed up at your house. Yeah. But I was young and stupid. Mom, please don't hate me. So, yeah. you know, the end. But yeah, that was probably my worst date. And it wasn't even technically a date ever. I can't think of any other time that I've been in a situation like that where I was like, this is so uncomfortable and I want you to leave so bad. Yeah. But that was also my first apartment. So as some context, I was 17 when I got that apartment. I actually, I moved out before I turned 19. So I would have been between 17 and 19, 17 and 18. And... I'm just like I did processing this. Invite some gentlemen callers over to my house, but my cardinal rule was you're never allowed to sleep over. Yeah. Ever. This is my house. But because it was my house and I was young, I was like, yeah, come over to my house. <laughs> it's my own space. Come. So I think that was probably part of the context too. I was like, well, my house was off of the main road. It wasn't by any bars or restaurants. It wasn't really walkable. Like it, I took the bus everywhere, but. Yeah. He obviously took some time to get out that way and come to my house. So I was kind of like, okay, well, if you want to hang out, like the only option really is to go upstairs or go down the block and go to the strip club. But that doesn't seem appropriate at 18. No, but you do love the strip club. I do, but Ontario alcohol laws is 19. So Oh, you can't even go in a minor for 8 p.m. No, but you go to the skeezy bars. They'll let you in. No problem. As long as you're not on opioids, you'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't look that guilty tonight. You can come in. But that was kind of my worst day. I didn't... uh, Yeah, I ghosted him after. And he did stop by the kiosk, I think, once or twice after that. But I just, like, avoided that side of the mall then afterwards. Like, the plague. Because I... Yeah, you're just like, what I do don't want to do? do with that. I don't even know. And I was like, you didn't do anything wrong. No, but at the same time, you didn't do anything right. Yeah. You're not my cup of tea and you keep giving it to me. It was already kind of a stretch for me to like go out with him because again, we didn't really have anything in common. I didn't really know him. He's not typically my type of man that I would go for. <laughs> That's not an issue, Alden. I'm not... I'm not just about money, okay? I am. <laughs> no, oh my goodness. Um, for some reason, like, that makes me think of my stalker story. Ooh. Um, my first apartment too in Stetler of all places. So this guy, like, this is nothing to do with ghosting or breakups or anything like this, but it was just like the same kind of thing where like a guy was like showing up to my place. 
Because he was, like, visiting uh, one of his friends that lived in the building. And, like, super sketchy guy, like, looked like he did meth. and Oh, meth. Like, we love a good meth head. Yeah, like, super <laughs> skinny, super tall, super straggly, super, like, unkept, like, just really awful looking. And he drove, like, this really, really shitty Ford Ranger or something like that. It was, like, a small, small, teeny truck that only had, like, a bench seat in the front. And that was it. So... The first time he saw me was I went, okay, this is also when I was like exercising and being like that skinny queen. She's healthy. She's into fitness. She's skinny legend. Six years ago, Eldon was on it. Anyway, so I went for a run. I like you better now. Just as a side note, like when we first met, you were quite a bit different. Like you were smaller. Mm -hmm. Not a bad thing, but I think you look better the way you are now. I just need to, you like, You look more mature. Out. You look like a man. Like, when you were... Yeah. You were also a lot younger, though, when we first met. But you well, do... Yeah, you five look years like ago. A, you are... I was a little twink. A little twink. And now I'm just a twunk. No, but you look better. Anyway, continue. So I came back from my run and looked at my phone and I had a grinder message. Mm-hmm. And it read, like, hey, I saw you on your run. You're super cute. Or something like that. That's crazy. And I blocked right away because I was like, what the fuck? Like, this Who's is- watching me run? Also, it's Stellar. So I was like... It was like a blank profile... Oh, and that's I was like, up. okay, block. Like, I don't need some fucking closeted creeper, like, watching me run and, like, know that it was me. Oh, my God. So, the next day, went for another run. I kind of saw this, like, sketchy dude, like, in a truck, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I came back from run. New profile message, like, hey, saw you on your run today. I was in the parking lot. And I was like, what? So, then I messaged back. I was like, thanks. Like, I appreciate your message, but, like don't message me and he like sent all these pictures of himself so i like blocked again i was like i don't want to see your gross penis and all like your gross face and like Ah, gross stuff dick pics unsolicited dick pics yeah like i was to the point where i was like to my first roommate i was just like do i need to like call the police or something like do i how do i file how do i file for a restraining order yeah like it didn't escalate to anything more than just him making like three different profiles but yeah, he just, like, kept... Three different profiles. Fuck, that's a lot of then work. Then he just messaged me again. And, like, I didn't go for runs anymore because <laughs> I was like, I'm scared to go outside. And then, yeah, because I used to park in, like, we had one assigned parking spot per unit. So then I had to park, like, in the visitor parking or parkade or whatever. Like, right. parking lot. So that's, like... And then he started parking, like, close to my car. And I was like, can we just... um like switch spots for a little bit so then i was parking in our assigned part and then uh, yeah so he eventually left but i was just like please stop messaging me like i'm like gonna report you or blah 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 blah. like that's creepy yeah Yeah, that's insane but i'm very happy that he didn't attempt to make contact or anything like that he just was a creeper from afar but you never actually had like met him you didn't know who it was no, no that's so weird because i was like why are you here and he's like oh i'm just visiting a friend it's like you don't live in this building like you're always outside yeah and he's just like oh i'm visiting a friend i was like can you not bother me like just leave me alone yeah i was just like afraid that he would like know what unit i was or something because it was a very small complex there was yeah only, like, well and settlers a small town yeah it was only 10 units per floor and there was only three floor walk up things so people like, are fucked up like who knows what he would have wanted to do to you maybe he wanted well, to hurt he, like, you said things and i was like no none of those are happening like not doing not that. interested i was just like sir you need to calm down so men are fucking shitty so across the park 
for gay and straight because even if you say no to a gay man clearly some of them don't fucking listen to you then either yeah <laughs> it's just like why are men so skeezy like i don't get it fuck like if i'm not interested i'm not interested and i think that was the thing with the guy i had been talking to from the mall is like i didn't express that i was interested but i also didn't express that i wasn't interested right away after that whole scenario, he clearly got the point that I was not interested. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I don't know. Why is it so difficult to just, like, catch the cues? It, I don't think well, if you're making it. you twice and making a third profile? Like, that's pretty ridiculous. But, like, that's obviously above and beyond. Yeah. However, even saying, like, oh, like, I'm flattered, but thank you, but no, thank you. Why is that not enough to say, like, no? Like, I'm not interested. I don't have to go out with you i don't have to date you i don't have to grab like i don't have to accept this drink i don't have to yeah like i'm saying no because i'm saying no it's not because you're a terrible person it's because i'm just genuinely not interested this guy again the whole coffee like writing a novel on the side of a coffee cup was ridiculous yeah and I think that it was one of those situations where he took so much offense to me saying that I wasn't really interested and I wasn't into what we were doing. But at the end of the day, are we together? Did he reach out again? And did I like seek out to find him? Because I was like, oh shit, I made a mistake. He's my soulmate. No. No. So like, clearly, I'm still not interested. Please do not reach out if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no means no. I highly doubt that would be a thing. But yeah. So your first story was more or less about ghosting. Yeah. Do you have a bad like date? Like you've gone out on a date and like they've run into an ex or they said something really shitty or they've done something and you were like, ah, this guy's fucking trash. Or they treated a waiter really bad. That's a big one. No, because honestly, <laughs> I haven't gone on like tons and tons and tons of dates before. Okay. But I've definitely like had a few dates where... Like, I might have a little bit more feelings, and then you, like, can't read the other person, and then you both, like, leave, and you're like, what was that? And then you, like, right. they just, like, never text you again. You're like, okay, it was bad, too. Like, I thought it was bad. And it, it was, was just... bad for you. It was... Okay, I think it was bad, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, sure, I'll change my mind. <laughs> no one communicated. Oh, I was just like, he was still really cute. Like, maybe it's just, like, we were both awkward or nervous, but... Do you feel like you are being a man... Of course, the gay community is different than the straight community. But do you feel like if you had a bad date, you could express like, I, I'm not really interested kind of thing? Like, or no, would I you rather like, just ghost? No, I mean, like, I much rather would know. Yeah. At this, like, I mean, depends on, like, if they put it in a nice way. way yeah, or, like, okay just straightforward instead of like yeah i didn't fucking like you and i was like oh okay like that would I suck don't fucking like you that would suck <laughs> but like if they're just like oh yeah i wasn't feeling it like blah 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 like there's a billion like 100 not 100 billion oh my god there's okay probably only like a million gay men in our fishing pool but sure. like there's still quite a bit of people to like fish do you through. think that you would feel comfortable like if you weren't interested you would feel comfortable telling them that or like more so you're, now okay but like before, it sounds like you're comfortable receiving the information or you'd like to receive the information yeah. but would you be comfortable giving that information no when i first started like dating i definitely would ghost that would be the first thing just like yeah. ghost block on everything 
But then I would say it over text message. I'd be like, hey, like, thank you so much for tonight, but, like, wasn't feeling it. And then I would, like, wait for his response and then block. Okay. But now, I mean, I haven't put myself in a position other than, like, last year where I didn't even really say I was into it. I just made a fake yawn. (laughs) Made a fake yawn. Yeah, but, like, he got the hint. Maybe I'll try that on Trevor. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Just do a really weird kiss and then ah, yawn. This has been fun, but can you go back to your house now? Oh, wait. <laughs> this is your house. Just roll over. Oh, well. <laughs> no, I, I definitely feel like being able to express your feelings more openly is something that comes with maturity and age. Oh, 100%. Whereas 18-year-old Mackenzie, who had the creepy source guy come to her house, would have been like, fucking Bye. Never talk to you again. Avoid that side of the mall. I ghosted him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he did try and call me a couple of times. And I changed. I'm like 99% positive it was this gentleman. I changed his number name in my phone to do not answer this call. Because it just got to a point where he was like, I just want to explain my side of the story. And I'm like, there isn't a side. I'm not interested. The end. Like, it's not hard. Yeah. It's not rocket science. And that was before we knew that we could block specific phone numbers. True. That's my favorite thing to do now. True. Yeah. I don't really do that too often. I feel like I should still be able to give them a little bit of a chance. But, like, if I just don't want to answer it, I just won't answer it. Oh, no. I block phone numbers for sure. But I also don't get I only phone block, calls or text messages yeah. from gentlemen callers because I'm I also don't get a my phone number anymore. Because this was also before, like... I think don't think Instagram had direct message yet. Right, like it right, was right, like right, Snapchat or like Facebook Messenger. So yeah. I had I added a lot of weird The rules of the game on. have changed because yeah. you don't really give out a telephone number anymore. It's like, oh, what's your Snapchat? What's your Instagram? There's multiple like men where like I only have communications on Instagram. Like we've talked for so long and it was just solely on Instagram. Yeah. That's when you know it's not gonna go anywhere. And it's a lot harder to ghost on platforms like that because you have to either never open their message because regardless of if you had red receipts on or not. Like Instagram, they're always on. It's always on. You can't turn that off. And same with Snapchat. Once it's been opened, it's been opened. Yeah. No, you can. That's the one thing that's literally the worst is when you're. This happened to me like fewer times. But on Snapchat, they can block you and then just says pending delivery. Shut and up. And it never gets delivered. just says pending. And it's like a little gray arrow and it just says pending. And then I'm like, but. oh, I was just blocked. Okay. That was nice. Oh, see, like, I've gotten that a couple of times, but I just thought it was because my friends deleted their app. No, because, like, honestly, there's some really also perverted people out there who catfish so much. So it's like, yeah. People, like, just send you... Because, like, in Snapchat, you can send photos. Right, right. Like, so, like, a few people in my past, like, when I was young and naive, I'm like, oh, like, you look like a cute boy or whatever. Like, you don't look like a model from Instagram that this person's stealing photos from. So, like... What? They're not Channing Tatum? <laughs> yeah, I don't How know. How could that be? Yeah. So, it was, like, yeah, when I was 18, I specifically remember this one guy, like, Snapchatting me. But, like, we were only texting and then when we would send photos like i would send photos of like, right. my face or whatever and then he would send like a picture in the chat right and i was like obviously i should include in but then you're like oh it's just so cute like and it was just like multiple photos of the same guys so then you're like it's real <laughs> no it's not it's not honey it's not so it never said that like because you maybe this was before the time where it says like 
No, because before it said that you're... It would give you a notification if your chat or thing has been screenshotted. Yes, it or, still does, does it not? It does. Yeah. But I was like, maybe back then, like, I just didn't know he was it screenshot. Didn't. It, it didn't, didn't give you notifications. Reason, and the whole premise of Snapchat was to sext. Yeah, and then it was supposed the to go away. Because the messages go away. And you could send a friggin' nudie. People could look at it, and then it would be gone, and they can't see it again. But then they found a loophole that you screenshot... Well, then, of course, there was too many sexual conduct cases against Snapchat. I'm sure they had legalities through the roof. Yeah. Of, like, underage and people being like, well, taken photos of. it's not meant for... It's not photos. meant for that. Just kidding. It was only meant for that. And then they added that feature. So that was a recent feature that hasn't been around for forever. Because I do remember having Snapchat quite young. And... Not that I used it for sexting per se, but I do remember the appeal of like, oh, your picture would go in. They never see it. So you had yeah. to either save it or screenshot it. And and then, of course, it turned into, well, what if I sent a picture that I didn't want people to keep? Yeah. I think it's hilarious that the Snapchat icon is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just think that's so funny because, like, honestly, really, the premise is like you're there and then you're not. It disappears. Exactly. So maybe that's why ghosting became so popular. Snapchat. Maybe. Oh, also the freight train is now going by my house. So if you hear this obnoxious noise, it's the freight train. Oh, well. Now you just have to listen to our obnoxious voices instead. Oh, gee whiz. They don't do that already. (laughs) I have a hilarious ghosting story. Please tell. It's not even ghosting per se. It's literally <laughs> like... I have a ghosting story, but it's not a ghosting story. It's not ghosting over social media. No, actually it is. And texting. Okay, same back to that same shitty phase. I was either 17 or 18 in college, being a young little thought. When we look back on our youth, there was a lot of trauma. Honestly, we grew up very, very young. Yeah, fast. You and I did for sure. Like, fast and hard. Like, it was <laughs> like... Haha, <laughs> that's what she said. But no, actually, like, thrown into situations, you look at shows like Gossip Girl and you're like, ha, that's crazy. But then you look at your reality and you're like, fuck, I actually have been in situations, maybe not with millions of dollars involved or limos or Gucci, but like, yeah. situations that I could have died or that a 15, 16 to 18 year old should not have been involved in, but I yeah. was. Kids are fucking wild. Wild, child. Hot child. Anyway. That was just sad child. Yeah, that was just sad child. Sad, depressed, let's live through a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So we can look back and we're like, wow, we were really sad then. Wow, we were cool. We did fun things. (laughs) Kind of. Okay, you're ghosting, but not ghosting story. Okay, so when I was a young thought in college, my first real good gay friend, I think I mentioned him in the previous podcast or one of the other ones. We need to meet. Maybe he's my soulmate. I, we haven't talked in a really long time, but I think you guys would get along. He's very into fashion. so And actually, you worked at H&M. Shut the fuck up. You probably met him, actually. When? <gasps> Maybe you have. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. We're getting off on a tangent. Maybe we've he done more. He lived in this house filled with a bunch of straight guys. It was a townhouse. There was Lucky a bunch him. of rooms. Yeah, totally. But I think a couple of them were closeted for sure. We need to get him on the podcast. Oh, we do. Um, I'll send you a DM. He's probably not listening, but I'll send you a DM. Um, so he lived in this house and I would go over and hang out with him and he'd have parties. Like all of his roommates would throw parties all the time and we just got together and did fun things. Actually, one of the guys that lived in his house has a podcast too. 
Um, it's a fairly popular thing to do. It is, yeah. <laughs> my and he, and my friend just started a podcast. Yeah, we know a lot of people with podcasts. Anyway, so they throw parties. These townhouses, though, were like quarter houses. So you'd have one big townhouse on a block, and it would be cut into four. Yeah. So you'd have one whole house on one corner, whole another house on the back corner, and then same on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. So he lived in the front corner on the right-hand side, and this gentleman that I used to hook up with was on the backhand side. Convenience. We met at one of these parties, and... A block party. A block party. The house was on 3rd Street. Mm. So 3rd Street, everyone would text it's and be like... It's torn down from all the sins all happened. the sins i actually think it's still there it was just off of campus it wasn't technically like student housing but it mm-hmm. wasn't in it Convenient. was in an area that was yeah. considered student living so yeah there was a lot of student places there but we met at one of these parties and we started hanging out and we ended up hooking up and then it became like a weekly thing where we would hook up constantly because i was always visiting my friend and then we'd always have parties it was like weekly a weekly thing. Weekend comes. We're all ready to hang out and party. So we had been hooking up for a little while. And this, yeah, it was it, it was starting to get kind of messy. Like, not messy in the sense that we were catching feelings or anything. But it was messy in the sense that we didn't want anybody else in the house to really know that we were hooking up. Yeah. We also didn't like, want to. Mackenzie and Larry? Yeah, we didn't want to date. We just wanted to hook up. Like, we were young. Anyway. And I'd always end up at his house. But I had my own apartment. Well, it's just like you're always at his house because you were always, always At my friend's house. So, anyway. Once it got towards the end of our shenanigans, I remember going to see my friend. And it was a night. You need to move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was a night they were going to have a party and I went early. We were watching like the Oscars or the Grammys or something because we were into fashion and we wanted to see the outfits, like the red carpet outfits. Yeah. And I was walking up from the bus stop, which was just down the block. And he looked out his back window and And he saw me and he was like, Mac. And then he hid in his window because everyone called me Mac back then. He hid in his window and I was just like, what are you doing? He's just like, well... Do you want to come up? And they said, okay. So I veered off. <laughs> Missed the Oscar red carpet. Totally. Went up and he wasn't even fucking there. And then I was like, okay. Like I went up to his room. The doors in these houses were always open too. Like you didn't even matter if you lived there or not. They'd be like, oh, hey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to come the, up for a drink? Who the fuck are you? I don't know. Hey. Let's meet. Yeah. So I went up to his room and... He wasn't even fucking there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what the so hell? Who was that? It was him. And then he fucking hid from me. He made me go upstairs because I thought I was hooking up with him. He obviously wasn't interested anymore. He started dating a girl or some girl started coming over. Whatever. It didn't matter. I didn't care. So he's like, do you Saw think he just didn't look street. hard no. enough to like play hide and seek and like finders keepers kind of thing? Or? No, no. Because we played that game before too. <laughs> I snuck up on a hip one time. I hid in the closet and he found me. And anyways, that was a good night. But but more or less, he saw me walking from the bus. He clear as day knew it was me because. You heard your name. Like, yeah, whatever. And he called my name. So 
I went up and he was gone. And then I'm like, okay, what the so fuck? He physically ghosted you. Physically ghosted me. I go out to leave that side of the townhouse to go back to my friend's side to go continue with what my plans were. And as I'm like heading to the front door, he's running through the side parking lot going, ha, see you later. And I was like, what? I'm so confused. Like, I don't understand. I genuinely don't understand. I don't get it. And he's running away with another girl. So he clearly called my name with a girl in his room. As a funny joke, I go up to see him. He's not there because he's already downstairs, run away with this, run away, running away with this other girl he's hooking up <laughs> with, thinking I'm going to like, oh no, you're leaving, don't leave. I didn't catch feelings because I didn't give a shit. Like, yeah. It's just an easy hookup. That and I go so upstairs odd. to tell my friend and we look out his window because he's on the same side. Is actually the same bedroom, just opposite house. Yeah. And I'm still watching him. They're like walking to a party down the road. (laughs) The weirdest fucking thing. So I texted him. Ghosted. Never answers. Messaged him on Instagram. Never answered. Anytime I went to this friend's house for a party after that, he'd physically remove himself from the building if I was in the room. And we didn't have a falling out or nothing. Like it was all. He's just being a fucking weirdo. Just a fucking weirdo. If you would have just said, hey, I'm fucking someone else. You're like, okay. I wouldn't have gave a shit at all because we were just like hooking up. It wasn't anything. I don't want to say anything real. It literally wasn't anything real. Yeah, it was just. He came to my house like maybe once or twice. I always hooked up with him at his house because it was convenient. At the end of the night, we've had too many drinks. I'll just go to your house. I'll walk home at the end of the night. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) But I think he thought I was going to get so offended that. I, he, I saw him with another girl. I was jealous. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But even after, he didn't answer my text messages. And anyways, after that, I left that city and I moved back home. And I never heard from him ever again. That is so He popped weird. up on my Instagram once that he bought a house with a bunch of kids. Like a bunch of other guys yeah. that we went to college with in another town. Other than that, though, never heard from him again. Physically ghosted. Physically ghosted, but like showed me that he was physically ghosting me. (laughs) He literally dangled in your face. I'm literally disappearing now. Bye. It was interesting. That's a good story. Have I told you that before? No. You definitely told me about like the interaction with like that guy before like going to his house because it was convenient, but not the fact that he physically ghosted you and like ran away with another woman like that is just so odd yet hilarious at the same time like what i think the funniest part though is like years later i saw his instagram pop up as like a such suggested thing and i was like oh my gosh isn't this a fucking throwback instagram just loves doing that saw the picture facebook knows yeah saw the picture of him buying a house with his college cronies and then I saw a picture of him with this girl. I don't think it was the same girl, but it was like happy six years, babe. And we had only been out of college for like a year. So I kind of felt shitty because I he don't know if he was her. cheating on this girl, but he never told me about this girl. So maybe it was her coming to visit. And he thought that it would be, I don't know. It's just like the blue pull of the story got really shitty, but I was also young. He never disclosed it to me. 
I also think serious relationships when you're in college and exploring your sexuality is not necessarily the best thing to get into because you're just, you're young. You should have the opportunity to explore. I don't think that's a great idea, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. We were talking about this before too, is like, um, like high school sweethearts and stuff. We're just like, that's yeah. just like so yeah. wild. Just I mean, like my brother and his wife are high school sweethearts and like, I couldn't see them with anyone else. Like I know my closest friends have been together for for forever as well, it's and just I love from them outside, to bits. But like, just my my two cents. If I was still with my, well, want to talk about crazy breakup stories? Get into it, and then I'll get into mine, and then we'll probably be done. True enough. My first high school boyfriend. Um, I wish him the best. Like we're still not. We're not like close, but like. Family's He'll close. always have, yeah, our families are close because we dated for a couple of years and we were our first boyfriend, girlfriend. Like we were first 13. First loves. Yeah. And we thought we were going to live together in New York City and like. Have all yeah. these plans. All these plans. But um, I think the worst breakup I've ever had, because I haven't dated a lot of like boyfriend, girlfriend situation, like serious relationship. I've dated people, but I've never had to do many serious relationships. Yeah. So he was my first serious relationship, obviously at 13. At 15. Oh. 13. Yeah. Young. I was only allowed to go to his house if my mom came because his <laughs> mom and my mom would like drink tea and eat coffee cake upstairs. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> we hang out at the basement. Yeah. I was like, like what would you guys even do? Like, just like hold hands under the blanket. Like, yeah. Like exactly. That's exactly what we did. Well, I know more tea, but, Anyway, so um, my worst breakup, I remember this. It wasn't even bad. It was just like we were so young and I was like, this is so awkward. Yeah. But it hit me hard. Um, He was big into hockey and he wanted to explore that option a little bit more being young men and being heavily active in the sport he was he wanted trying to explore hockey more or yeah, like, like no, being no. a hockey boy. No, no, like hockey more, like trying to get into like the big leagues. Okay. Real reality of it, very slim to none. But like it has happened. There's actually a couple of guys from my small town that are in the NHL. So, you know, yeah. it's not an unrealistic dream. You just have to work hard. You just have to work really hard. So, anyways, we had been dating for I think it was a year. And we were so young. We hadn't, like, hooked up or anything. We had just kissed and held hands and went to the movies and done cute little things like that. And he came home after being at hockey camp for a whole summer. So excited to Mm -hmm. see him, like, dressed up. I was, like, looking cute in a summer dress and blah, blah, blah. And he, like, sat me down and was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Oh, he broke up with you. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, literally heartbroken. I... I still feel it to this day, of course. Whatever. We were so young, but like... I have... Just sorry. No. Something to say after this. Crushed. Shattered. I was just like... As soon as the words came out of his mouth, it's like those movies where everything starts going in slow motion. I actually felt that, but maybe it was because I was so young. <laughs> you're just like the whole world. You're like falling down the rabbit hole like Alice the and like Coldplay, watching your whole life the disappear. The soundtrack like comes out of my head. I'm like... Yeah. Oh. Anyways. And he... His words to me that crushed me so hard were, don't worry, Kenzie, it'll be as if nothing's ever changed. And I was just like, what? Everything's going <laughs> to change. Um, 
but yeah, he basically was like, yeah, I need to focus on hockey and you're a distraction. Yeah. And I was sitting there like, I'm being broken up with over some knives on your fucking feet and a stick in your hand to hit some friggin' Oh, at first I did not realize that you're referring to hockey. I was like, knives on your feet, what? Hockey skates. Hockey skates, I got it, yeah. Anyway. It just took the stick in your hand for me to And that was pretty rough, but then we got back together a couple of years, whatever, a year later, a couple years later, after I had gone through my rebel phase, and he was going through a hard time, and... At that point when we broke up, that was really hard, too, because it was realizing that you're too old for someone. Yeah. like I was maturing. And you try to rekindle to something that just needed to be done. Yeah. It was just it was hard. It was really hard and frustrating because, yeah, you just you want you want to root for the, you know, the young love, the like your first sweetheart. That's so cute. But like. In reality, you're young, you're stupid, <laughs> you have literally no idea what else is out there, and thank God. The literal definition of the same penis forever, like what? Actually, so, yeah, we were really young, and obviously in that breakup in between was when I had, like, lost my virginity, and I went on my rebel phase, and, like, he so he obviously was did hockey. Pissed. He did hockey, and I went and got fucked. <laughs> and then told right to his face. Told like, right to his face during like a super important exam, and yet we still dated after that. Mm. Whatever. Oh well. Years later. Who cares? No, but my gasp because we were talking about um, we drove back to Calgary today from Red Deer, and we were talking about topics, and you were like, ghosting breakups, and I was like, yeah, that could be a good topic. And then my neighbor, when I was coming down to meet Mackenzie, is literally getting broken up with on the phone. Right, 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 right. And I, it just clicked in my head that when I was walking back and telling you, but I was like, we need to have it on the pod, not thinking that we already talked about having this topic, like I forgot, but it just clued in my head right now that like we did talk about it earlier, and yeah. Ding, 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 ding. But I was waiting for the elevator. And I just hear this sobbing. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to scooch over a couple more inches towards this door. And then I just hear on the phone. Like, I'm assuming she's talking on the phone because I couldn't hear the person's response. Right. And she must have just been, like, pacing around. And she's like, can you just tell me what I did wrong? (laughs) Can you just tell me what I did wrong? Like, seriously, just tell me. And then the elevator came, and I was like, shit, I want to hear the rest of this story. And then when me and Mackenzie came back up, I was like, I wonder if we can hear her. But she must have been. Wait, this is the young girl. (gasps) No. I've seen her before, though. Which young girl? Like, redhead or no? No, she's blonde. Oh, okay. I haven't seen her then. She's in the corner unit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I've seen her before. She looked at me one day when I got off the elevator, kind of like, sly, where are you going? And I was like, going to my record gay- a podcast? Going to my gay friend's house. But, uh, yeah, that's some oh. tea. Getting broken up with is never easy. Of course, I have never let somebody get that close to do it. So my only experience is when I was really, really young, because I never wanted to date anybody. So... After that guy, the second time, Trev was your next like relation, long term relationship, serious relationship, or you? No, I tried with a couple of people. There was a gentleman that I had dated when I was on the cusp of leaving London, after being in college and moving back to Ontario, that we made a long distance relationship work for a long time, um, and we would talk and you know things like that. But 
opposite of hockey. He was a football player. <laughs> we love sports. In we this love house. sports. She's a she's a jock girl, but um, we never actually like called each other boyfriend girlfriend. Like we were dating, oh. and I was like exclusive with him. Serious friendship. It was never to a point of like, well, and to put it into perspective, we never hooked up. We just made out once on the hood of his car, and it was like iconic. I, it should have been in a movie. It was that good, and then mm. that was the last time I ever saw him. Man, but he if the makeup sex me, is that good, sex is usually always whoo, that good. I know. He had asked me to be his girlfriend over long distance. Um, because I was moving back to Ontario, like to Peterborough per me, and he lived in Hamilton and it was like a mm. three hour drive or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he always worked night shift, but he had asked me to be his girlfriend over text. And I remember being at my really good girlfriend's house. She had just had her baby. And I remember sitting there having like a full blown mental breakdown of like, I don't want to be the girl that comes home and makes somebody spaghetti. And then it's like a football wife and he calls me hon. I don't want that. And <laughs> yeah, I didn't really date anybody seriously after that for a long time. I have never been into that. It was always just like, this is fun. Yeah. But I don't want to live with you and I don't want to date you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is right. also why I had my never sleepover rule. Yeah. I agree with that. Smart. Smart decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Slur. Decisions. I feel like this episode could go on for forever. Should we make this a two-parter? I think that's a good idea. Because I have way more tea. Ooh! And I could dive a little deeper as well. We all know she's a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is not hoe things. This is only about breakups and hoe details. Breakups and ghosting. Maybe a few hoe ho details. Usually breakups and ghosting have to do with being a hoe sometimes. Yeah. It always comes back to sex. I mean, that's a big important aspect of being in a relationship too. Like, it's not everything. It's not the end all and be all. Of course, you have to have good chat and good bant. But like, at the end of the day... If the chemistry's not there, and the ghost. sexual tension is like, if you're hairy and drooling on me, sorry, no, it's not gonna go. No, I mean I've had like not ridiculously hairy, but I've had sweaty. Oh, but the sex was really good, so it was like, see I just that? With it. If you're both getting sweaty, that was a different story. No, I wasn't sweaty. He was just like he wasn't big, but he was just like a larger gentleman. And like when he was on top, like his forehead sweat just like kept hitting me in the face. I have a story. And we're going to have to end it because I'll have to segue into the next one. So stay tuned for part two. Thank you for listening to episode 11. Ba, 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 <laughs>